Hello, Acres of Diamonds audience. Welcome back. I am co-founder Scott Gibbs here with co-founder DJ Lagori, and we are coming off uh, two or three weeks ago. Well, before I say that, what are we on? Podcast number 26, Acres of Diamonds 26. podcast number 26. A few weeks ago, we mentioned that we were in a, uh, we were at the Hilton coffee shop there on uh, the corner of 259 and Main Street and talking about our 2020 and all the progress we've made and all the fear that we got over and doing some reflecting and getting pretty full of ourselves by the end of the meeting. And then at one point we kind of said, well, hold on, big boys, hold on, big boys. What's going on? Do you really have it all figured out? And the answer was no. No, The answer was clearly, clearly (laughs) no. So we started reflecting on what we're trying to do and we're trying to you know, rid the world of mental McDonald's, if you will, and help people get through their uh, mindset challenges so that they can live a more fulfilling and enjoyable life. And we're trying to get people to understand that they don't, they don't have to be addicted to other people's opinions about them. We're trying to give them all these tools and strategies to do that. And we realized that the experiences in our, at our table that day were 100% male. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. So that was kind of an epiphany, wasn't it, DJ? It was. It was. It was a very, you know, it was a very uh, humbling moment. <laughs> you know, we haven't really, you know, we. It was. Uh, it was. It was a one-sided idea, essentially, that we were we were both talking about. Now, don't get me wrong. I, I sit in a number, uh, probably five, five different uh, coaching platforms, whether it's small business coaching, executive coaching, life coaching. Um, mindset coaching, I guess it's four, maybe it's five, but anyway, in all those coaching sessions. So I see thousands of, I see thousands of, I see thousands of thousands of people and those people and those are people 70% are 70% feeding. Interesting. Interesting. So what are we, what were we missing? <laughs> so, so we were missing something then we were missing and something. Kinda, missing you know, and when you told me that too, and I was thinking about some of the, um, the coaches or the self-development um, individuals who I have um, researched or, or read, and yeah, there's males, but also the females honestly had just as good ideas, if not better. And so I, uh, you know, as, as we started thinking about this, I was like, we need to involve a female somehow into this, into this business, you know, as we start launching group coaching sessions, whether they're you know, one individual um, talking to many or whether it's, you know, um, individual meetings, whatever it is, we need to have the other side. (laughs) We need to see the other perspective. And we had this epiphany. And as, you know, as we started talking more too, I realized that the times that I had talked to females about this type of thinking, they were good at it. They were much more, uh, they were much more, uh, apt to really start digging and really start um, solving some of the problems they might have or, or introducing new insight and awareness into their life. Whereas the males are, you know, you have to dig a little bit more They're, They have that, that macho feel, um, which, you know, they might not want to dig as deep into uh, maybe some of their issues or some of the things that they think might help them. Maybe, maybe it's a fear aspect, whatever it may be, but um, the females made more progress with it. And, the, uh, as I, as we start, kept talking, I said, you know, would our, were females comfortable enough if two males are, are, you know, introducing this new type of thinking and this new type of awareness. And I said, you know, I personally think if a female was taught 
or you know introduced to another female who understood this type of thinking it would be uh, you know much more productive it would be a, a better session and so we kind of had this idea we had this epiphany and about two weeks after that meeting um i think we found that person and you know, it was a uh, it was a very organic and natural um introduction that we both had and uh as we were talking i, I was kind of like this is her and and I, it was like i didn't even think about it but then as the way that she was talking back to me I was like, holy cow, she understands all of this stuff completely and she can teach all of this stuff. And uh, I think one of the most important things that we learned when we did meet with her was she said, yeah, my friends to come to me for the therapy sessions and they, they trust what I say, my opinions. And I said, that is huge. That's huge because you're developing this trust and they trust your ideas and um, you know perspectives or maybe some of their issues or maybe some of the things that they need help with. So you know, after this interaction I had with this female, I said, this is her, this is, and, uh, and I got real excited and we, we were getting so juiced up the way that we were talking back and forth to each other on all the things that we want to do now and um, the different perspectives we have on things. And so I introduced her to, to, uh, to Coach Gibbs. We had a, uh, an initial meeting and I think this is, uh, I think this is the one. <laughs> Let's bring her on. Yeah, here she is. <laughs> There she is. We're gonna to have to teach her how to unmute so that so we can actually hear. You gotta get your volume on. <laughs> now you can hear me. Now we can hear you. We may regret it. We may regret it, but now we can hear you. It's a little loud, I'm sure, right? Yes, yes. Lots of energy there. She has her caffeine, as she noted. She did. Got it right here next to me, ready to to rue the day. Yeah. So DJ and Sydney, um, Sydney, how did you actually reach out to DJ? I, I find that kind of interesting. So um, I know DJ from, uh, we, I mean, we follow each other on Instagram for a few years because we know each other from college. Um, mm -hmm. And he had put up, uh, he posts a lot of the Acres of Diamonds posts with quotes. And I'm all, I love quotes. I'm a huge quote girl. So I actually was just, you know, scrolling through social media, looking at people's stories and um, he had put up a quote and I replied to his story and I said, I love this. And that's what sparked the conversation was just me having this just urge to reach out. And I mean, I usually like, I'm all about letting people know like, oh, I really like, you know, I really like what you posted or blah, blah, blah. But usually, I mean, like it really just, it just kind of like, again, the whole like epiphany thing, like it just kind of felt right. I was like, I feel like I need to put myself out there and just say like, I really like what you posted. I like, I like this story. This is really cool. I like this quote a lot. It, I can relate to it. And uh, it, that just really sparked our conversation and the rest is history. <laughs> so I think what I find interesting about the people who are meeting DJ, there seems to be a common thread. It has a lot to do with Park Ave and alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> Only the cool kids live around there. Just yeah, an, ob just an observation. True. Just an observation. Well, I'm sorry that those are the people that are that we are surrounding ourselves <laughs> with. We mean well. I will say though, you get a lot of you know. It's it's funny because the times that I have spoken with people about this type of thinking, it has involved alcohol. I mean, it's been in a public setting, and it's been at a restaurant, or it's been at a bar wherever it is when they were open. And, uh, 
and I will say the answers that come out of these individuals, you know, whether they are in a sober or intoxicated state are typically really impressive. I mean, and they're very interesting and they're being honest about the answers. And, you know, that's what I generally love is hearing all these different perspectives, whether they're male or female, um, about this type of thinking and awareness. So yeah, it might involve Park Avenue and some alcoholic beverages every once in a while, but I don't think that's a bad thing at all. <laughs> Sydney, well, I- uh, Sydney, Sydney, before, uh, before we launch too far off into Park Ave life, um, that's probably a whole new reality show. If we wanted to do one, we could probably do it. Um, I, one of the things that was attractive to me after DJ told me about you was that he said you're very very humble you're very open honest vulnerable and what i've come to believe is that one of the reasons that i do what i do and that i'm effective at what i do is not because of my successes necessarily it's because of my setbacks my challenges and the ability to overcome those setbacks and challenges and move forward so the reason I, empathy is a funny thing, right? Empathy only truly happens if you've been able to go through it. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm attracted to you as a female representation for us. I'm probably more attracted to you based on the diversity of thought relative to your life experiences. Well, thank you. I really appreciate that. That means a lot. Both of you really, that does. And I, I honestly, I couldn't agree more. I think that um, especially when people are able to talk about certain things that might be a little uncomfortable, I think it's it's a really beautiful thing to be able to connect to someone, whether that be, you know, like they went through something similar or they are struggling with something similar and you're able to just talk about that and relate to each other. I think that's when a really beautiful relationship is able to blossom. And, you know, talking with you guys is just so organic and natural and it just, it's, it's very easy. And so I know when I can really talk and be myself and just feel comfortable talking to someone like that's someone that I, you know, like it just, there's certain people in my, that have come into my life that I know that they're there for a reason, you know, and when I can connect to someone, it's just, it's a really, it's a beautiful thing. I've really come to appreciate that, especially getting older and realizing what I cherish in certain relationships with people, being able to have a deep conversation beyond just a surface conversation that a lot of kids our age really do. You know, I mean, I feel like a lot of people are afraid to dive deep and be open and be vulnerable. So what are, what are some of the challenges that you, uh, that you've overcome and what's attracted you to this platform? So I have always struggled with, mental health has been something very important to me since I was a kid. Um, So I I, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna just, before we get into that. Yeah. So I'm curious as to your thought on, is there a stigma around the term mental health? And is there a different term we could use to, like, could we use high performance psychology? Right, because what I, I'm not sure, like I'm, I think mental health is being used as this huge umbrella to incorporate a lot of stuff that, okay, yeah, it's a challenge, but is it really what mental health used to be, right? I mean. Definitely, yeah, you know what, that's a really good point. And I think that 
it's almost like, in my opinion, when someone says mental health and even those words coming out of my mouth, it's almost, it's such a negative. Do you know what I right. mean? And I don't, and I don't think, yeah, I think there's a different term that we could use, right? To say high performance psychology. High performance, I, I really I heard, I heard something the other day. They said mindset management. Ooh, that flows off the tongue nicely. Yeah. It's got some nice that. alliteration to it. Yeah. Right? Mindset <laughs> management so of your mental McDonald's. Ooh, oh, right. so many M's. It's just perfect. I love that. Love that. So yeah, I think that I think that no matter what age you are, honestly, it doesn't matter if if you're a teenager or if you're in your older or younger, whatever it is. I think that your mindset, it's so it's it's so important. And and what a lot of people don't take the time to do is talk about maybe where they're at, you know, like if they're struggling with something, it's, it's hard for people to admit. And I feel like that's something that we, us three, at least definitely want to figure out why and like help that become more, it's more normal to talk about, you know? And that's why when I connect to someone, I'm able to talk about so openly and freely and comfortably with something maybe I'm struggling with or that they're struggling with, or even just to talk about in general, I want to normalize that and not make it into such a negative, you know, it doesn't need to be. It's something that everyone has a brain. Everyone has something that they're dealing with. And it's all about taking life and dealing with it in the best way possible. That's going to help you physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and I just think that physical health is looked at so differently than mental health, you know? Um, again, though, like mental health, I like, I like the whole mindset management. It's all about your mindset, no matter what it is that you're going through or dealing with. It's about how you look at something. Yeah. And- I mean, let's, let's uh, go back to how we started this call. I mean, I listened to you two talking about the big problems of the day, right? The yeah. big problems of the day were DJ's AirPods ran out of juice while he was on the treadmill. And it, <laughs> in DJ's words, it was the worst. And then you, then, then you misplaced your AirPods for two weeks, had to go out and buy another set, and then found them. And that was just the worst. Word. The language that we're using to describe these uh, champagne problems, right, yes. is really interesting. Yeah. Right. And it's, it's, it candidly for two people that are really pretty damn good at understanding mindset management. I was, I was interested. I was like, huh. Wow. I'm glad it's you called us out on it too. I know. Yeah. It's kind of like what we we talked about how um, in our meeting at, at Cook Chip's house, how we, you know, we have to be aware of when we might slip out or when, and, and almost like, like physically say, well, I slipped out, you know, Hey, my AirPods ran out of juice. That really shouldn't bother me that much. Okay. <laughs> it, that's all right. You know, Life's going to oh, be okay. Be all right. And, and we were problems, I mean, <laughs> yeah, it really was. and I mean, you know, it was, and we were talking about the sun and how it came out and, and our moods were, were all juiced up. We were like, yes, it's going to be a great day. I'm going to go for a run. I'm going to do this. And 30 seconds later, it all went away. We we're like, all right, maybe I'll just stay in and not do anything. And just Isn't that sad? And we didn't even notice. At least I didn't, I didn't even notice what the words that were coming out of my mouth because it's just habit. Like it's become a habit. Well, it is. So guys, it is habit. And I, I, what I found really, really interesting is the way you fed off each other. 
Yeah. Right. You, you weren't doing it consciously. You weren't one upping each other, but once one of you went to pointing out the negative, the other one piggybacked on it. Yes. Right. As, and it's interesting because it's probably a means of collaboration, right? It's a mean of rapport building, right? Rapport building requires that you find common ground, right? So I think, I think it's natural, but what we have to understand, like you said, DJ, you got to kind of, at some point you got to step up above yourself, right? Mm -hmm. And in fact, I was the stepping up above yourselves for you. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I was the observer, right? I was the observer with no emotional ties to what you guys were talking about. I'm like, huh? Wow. Okay. Here's two very, very positive people that have great mindset management, right? It's very, very self-aware. And I'm watching them in a, in a you know small degree, right? I mean, at the end of the day, it's not that big a deal, but it did happen. And it was interesting. Well, it's kind of like he loves company too. Yeah. Oh, it's like if, if, yeah. if Sid says something bad, it's like, yeah, I can relate in this way. It's I was like, trying to relate, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like a negative way of relating. And then it's like, oh, let's just keep being negative together. And build it together. Like, yeah. like, you're not alone. I'm going to be yeah. negative with you. Yes. It's like the same thing with like gossiping about someone. I mean, like it doesn't, it feels icky, but we do it because we're trying to relate or we're trying to become better friends with someone. And so, oh, let's put someone else down in order to become better friends with someone. Like, really? Is that what we want to do? So you guys, very, you guys open to an observation. So very, let's, so, so let's, so let's go back to, um, let's, all right. So DJ, yeah, he, DJ says his, his ear, you know, his ear pod, AirPods lost their juice while he was on the treadmill. He's looking around the gym like, oh, this sucks. And all right. So what could, <laughs> so what could you have said, Sydney, to, to your point, to build rapport and to relate and still redirect him? Okay, so let's see. Take it into a positive. Right. And like, oh, you know, that's that's rough, but uh at least uh you could you could use that time to maybe like do like a maybe you could meditate or something like as you're on the treadmill or like okay, you don't have music, maybe you you can still work out, like at least you're still at the gym and you're able to like get a good workout in. You just don't have the music to do it with, but you're still able to work out. Right. So, exactly. Well, exactly. So DJ, so Sydney then talks about how the weather sucks. Right? <laughs> she said, she said the weather sucked. What could you have said? How could you have said yes? And then how could you? The weather does suck currently right now, but supposedly this week, it's supposed to be 85 and sunny. And, and, you know, you kind of lead her into, you know, a future positive state of basically saying, or maybe even you could say later on today, it's supposed to get, well, you know, more sunny. So just hold on for right now. You're we're going to be okay. And you know, as we move forward, better times are on the horizon. Right. So, so what? Know. So what you both have done, right? So this is this is coaching, right? This is this is coaching. This is effective communication skills that nobody is being taught, right? So it's called yes and language. So I yes, mean, yes and language is a lot better than no but language, yeah. right? So yes and, boy, tomorrow's going to be a great day. Can't wait. Or yes and. I could really like DJ you in the past, you've run through shitty weather and actually felt really, really proud of it. Right. Oh, yeah. Today's oh. today sucks. And I'm going to go out and crush a run and it's going to make, yeah, it's going to suck the whole time. And I'm going to afterwards, I'm going to feel awesome because I did something that sucked. Right. Mm -hmm. Doing things that suck, build self-esteem. Mm -hmm. 
Oh, That's yeah. a fact. Doing, doing easy shit doesn't build self-esteem. And we have to get this in our head. We have to understand this. Yeah. Right? And we can help each other understand it, right? So the yes and language and then what we call a reframe, that's what you guys just did for each other. You reframed. And you can do this for everybody in your life. It's beautiful. That's and it's not even it's not even that difficult to do when you just take the time to do it. Right. You have to be to your point, Sydney, you have to be conscious. Yeah. You have to be conscious yeah. and you have to be ready to step outside the conversation, not make it about yourself. You have to actually make it about the other person. Ooh, ooh, I'm sensing that person looking at the glass half empty. Well, the glass is kind of half full. I got, I got, what can I say? How can I say it? Right. Right. And it's really a, it's too, it's a snowball effect if you don't become aware of it as well. So, I mean, so I come on and say my AirPods are shot, Sid says, you know, the weather's bad, whatever it is. And then, an hour later, you're like, you know, well, oh, I, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. And then, you know, tomorrow you wake up a little later and you don't do your morning routine or then you go into work late on time. And so, you know, as you know, it's kind of like you're planting a tree and you plant it wrong and then it just keeps growing in the wrong direction. Um, That's so, a great analogy. Yeah, yeah that yeah. really is. So, I mean, you know, if that foundation, you know, we talk a lot about, you know, your personal values, your beliefs, and, you know, if that foundation starts off bad, it's going to end bad too. It's, it's going to go down the bad paths that you don't necessarily want to go, or you might not even realize that you're going down um, those paths. I think more often than not, we don't even realize, you know, we do this almost unconsciously, just like, you know, we talked about in the beginning, how if somebody says something negative, we relate to them saying, yeah, you're it's the worst and then you yeah. add into it you add into it to to connect with them to say hey you're struggling i'm struggling as well let's do this together yeah. whereas now the new framework and the new awareness should be hey that's a temporary s- struggle or problem if, if we want to say but here's how this is going to be much better moving forward and so now you you know you've that foundation was struggling and now you just kind of restructured it and now it's going to grow you know, the tree will grow straight now. Um, so, you know, we could do that to any problem or obstacle that anybody has in their life. Yeah. I mean, and what you guys demonstrated, right. And by the way, for the audience, this was completely organic. I didn't tell DJ and, and Sydney that I was going to call them out on their, on their shit. They had no idea. Right. So no idea. I was like, Oh God, here we go. <laughs> Here we go. We're coaching here. So the other, the other interesting thing about it is for everybody to understand is this was one to one, you know, this was two friends talking and it reflects our inner, our inner dialogue. Right. Mm -hmm. So the DJ, you mentioned it snow or Sydney, you mentioned it snowballs. DJ, you mentioned it snowballs. You mentioned the tree growing in the wrong direction. We all know that once we ask the wrong question in our brains, it answers with a wrong answer and then it, we ask another it, like it spirals we all know we spiral we all know it well let's so choose let's it. choose to spiral in the positive there's nothing wrong with spiraling in the positive we can spiral or ascend in the positive instead of spiraling in the negative but ascend. Can, i like that ascend. yeah we can ascend like so we can do it it's 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 habits right we can habituate habituate our behaviors, but you have to be aware of what needs to be habituated first. Yeah. Because I wasn't aware at all of when I was being so negative at the beginning, you know, I was really just trying to relate 
And with that, I was just like, oh yeah, it's the worst when I lose this. And so I then I'd sit, I don't even like realize the words that are coming out of my mouth. So well, they, and look, you can't, and you can't, Sydney, you can't visualize, like we, we think in pictures. Mm-hmm. Right? So as soon as you use the word, the word worst, or I always, like you have a tendency, I've heard it now five times in the last two days, I have a bad term, a bad short-term memory. I always and forget things. You say, yeah. it, it, so my mother had a stroke and she started using language like that. I said, mom, you're wrong. She said, well, the doctor said, I said, look, if you, if you want to see evidence of bad short-term memory, you'll see it 100%. All of us will. If you ask yourself to show yourself evidence of bad short-term memory, you'll find it. You'll find evidence of any question you ask yourself. So if you ask yourself, how, how is it, how do I see my memory being better? How do I see a good short-term memory? You'll find that too. So I did an exercise with my mom called pegging. I, I said, mom, do you, and my dad was there too. Cause my dad said, no, she has a bad short term. I said, no, she doesn't. No, she doesn't. And I'll show you. And I said, mom, give me 10, give me 10 nouns, 10 persons place their things in a row. And she did. I said, now name them back to me in a row. She goes, she named like the first two. She goes, I can't do that. I go, oh yeah, you can. I, I, I'll do it right now in two minutes. I'll show you how to do it. My dad's like, she can't do it. I go, she can do it. So I showed her, I showed her how to do it. She did it. And she did it for one week. And we did the exercise one time, one time. And she remembered those things in order, 10 things in order for weeks. Not one week, not two weeks, three to four weeks. Because she was telling herself that she can do it. She was believing it. And I showed her the tools of how to do it. I gave her a new strategy, a new tool. So now she could change her belief, right? Now she can see the evidence. And I'm I'm happy to do that with you offline, but it is, look, beliefs are huge, huge. They form all our behaviors, all our behaviors, our thinking and our beliefs create our emotions, our emotions create our actions, our actions create our outcomes. We're creators, period. That's it. Yeah. So you better get the thinking right. You better get the mindset management right if you want your outcomes to be better. Definitely. Yeah. It all there starts with what you tell yourself. Yeah. Exactly. And there she is, like- Sydney Smith. <laughs> <laughs> and there she is. <laughs> you know, I don't have bad, I don't have short-term memory loss. I don't, okay? <laughs> okay, so here's another tip. So say it differently. We want it. We want to get rid of can't, shouldn't, wouldn't. Make it positive. Yep. So what do you have? I have great memory. Right. So now you're now what your brain will do is it'll look for evidence of having great memory. Did you remember to get on this call today at noon? Sure did. Okay. I have great memory. (laughs) Right. Yes. You do. I mean, we all do. We choose to see it. It's really it's what you tell yourself because then you I mean. You know, it's kind of like, do you believe more in, in the things that you tell yourself or do you believe more in the opinions or the ideas that others tell you? And it's kind of like, you know, you have the decision to let other people dictate your beliefs and ideas and opinions, or you can make the decision to establish your own ideas based upon your external environment, whatever that may be. Um, and, you know, we talk about this all the time. Are the teams we've been on in our life, whether they were academic, whether they were um, 
uh, professional, like a work team, a sports team, you know, when we're involved with other people, other people will have other ideas and other perspectives and beliefs. Um, and then, you know, the family that you grew up in, the environment you grew up in, all of this stuff has shaped every single one of us right to this very moment that we are living right now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, and it's all up here. And then we make the decisions based on, I, I have the motto literally right here, you know, your beliefs and your thoughts lead to your emotions. So it literally le leads to the way that you feel. Then it leads to the actual way that you act, the things that you do physically. And then it leads to the results and the outcomes. So if you want good results and good outcomes, you can actually skip right to the beginning and feed yourself good beliefs and good ideas. You can, you know, cheat the system. And so it's, uh, and it's not necessarily cheating the system. It's just understanding how do I get the best results and the best outcomes in my life? Think the best stuff. You know, remember Trevor Moed said, stop feeding yourself stupid shit. All right. Because if you feed yourself stupid shit, you're going to have those bad results and bad outcomes. That tree is going to be all out of whack because you started from a bad spot. Um, so, you know, that's that snowball effect kind of broken down even more. DJ, you um, had just mentioned and actually reminded me because I have great memory um, that uh, you had mentioned, you know, what are you going to listen to your own opinion or someone else's opinion and let that affect you. And that just reminded me of literally last night, I was having a very deep conversation with one of my girlfriends and she was talking about a relationship with, it's a complicated thing right now. And uh, she was telling me, you know, it's hard because I have my thoughts about my relationship with my significant other. And when I have my other friends talk to me and give me their input on it, it changes the everything that how I see him or how I see our relationship, right? And I'm like, oh my God, you know, I actually, I know what she's talking about. And it's really sad to know how, I mean, besides just our relationship with ourselves and how we see ourselves, when you're in a relationship with someone and you have that relationship, that's between you and that person. But the minute that someone says something, if you ch if you take what someone says so deep to heart and you you care so much about what maybe they think or how they see it, that's going to change your entire outlook. And maybe that's a good thing, but it could also be a really bad thing too. And it, it's it's something that I know I have I have dealt with and I know that she is and that must mean a lot of other people too. So, I don't know, just you mentioning that just made me realize it, it really, it really does. No matter, it could be the tiniest little thing that someone says, that's something that's going to stay up here. And that's yep. something that if you choose to let that mm -hmm. affect the way that you see yourself or someone else, it will. Yeah. I mean, imagine if you took every idea from people around you, you yeah. would get pulled in every single direction and I guarantee your stress, anxiety, fear, uncertainty, everything would increase because you don't know where to go now. Exactly. I mean, it's like it's, it's going to the grocery store and wanting to buy oatmeal and there's 4,000 different oatmeals and you go, oh, I don't, I just wanted oatmeal. If there was two options, I would really enjoy this. But now there's, but now there's so many different areas to go and now we get pulled in all these directions. And at the end of the day, you're like, wait, what did I believe in the beginning here? What did I want? <laughs> I actually care. Like, right, what was right. the important piece? Yeah, and this is, guys, this is a great lead-in and how, maybe how we can wrap this up. But um, this is the first, you guys just spoke about the reason we're so passionate about this, right? Mm -hmm. We are being inundated, inundated 
This is the true epidemic of America, what you just described. We're being inundated with negative messaging from media and social media. Yeah. We're consuming that mental McDonald's 24-7, 365, which, which would be fine, kind of, if we knew exactly who we are, what we stood for, and what we stood against. If we had that moral compass, if we had that backbone, if we had that personal culture in place to define who we are, what we stand for, what we stand against, all these inputs from other people, from social media, from media, would be that just that things for us to consider within the fabric of our personal values. Mm-hmm. Yes. But what's happened is there's a lack of church. There's a lack of discipline in the schools. There's a lack of girl scouts, boy scouts, lack of family dinners, lack of ways for us to clearly define who we are, what we want, what we stand for, what we stand against. So for example, one of our, one of our mentors, Shad Helmstetter, he calls it the God shaped hole. Another mentor, John, John Maxwell, calls it identity insecurity. Uh, Paul Martinelli calls it the inability for us to hold our image, right? All of them. We call it, uh, we call it being influenced by mental McDonald's, mm-hmm. right? So the, our solution, our antidote, our vaccine, if you will, for all this uncertainty that you, you guys just described, is helping people, number one, become aware of what they just heard the three of us talk about, that that's happening to all of us. That is the epidemic. That's the problem. What we haven't been taught in this new world is how to, how to execute our mindset management, how to develop a high-performing psychology against all those outside negative influences. Mm-hmm. And that's what Acres of Diamonds is going to do. That's why you're so important to this, Sydney, because you understand it and you have a female perspective and you... You just have a different way of communicating than DJ. DJ and I are very similar, right? And mm-hmm. how we communicate. You're, right. You have similarities, but you're also going to be very different, which is going to allow us to impact a much broader audience. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. And that's the goal. And that's mm-hmm. the goal. So we're going to mm-hmm. change, change our little piece of the world. We're going to bring people along for the ride. We're going to use yes and language to keep us out of negative spirals and put us into... And to ascend into positive spirals. Spin <laughs> upward. Spin upward. So that's like a tornado, right? A positive tornado. <laughs> we did the uh, ascend, ascending tornado. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> All right, so let's wrap up. So how are you two going to spend the rest of this gorgeous day? Oh, I got a beautiful day ahead of me. Kidding me? Look at how nice it is outside. I got I got a bunch of stuff already planned and everything. I, uh, I'm actually working on uh, um, working on some um, some business stuff to officially launch the acres of diamonds coaching that's ex- business. That's exciting. Me? Well, I think after, once I finish this coffee, which is already really kicking in, um, I'm going to take my dogs out for a nice, beautiful walk outside, enjoy the fresh air. And I think I'm going to leave my phone inside. And just wow. be outside with the dogs in nature. Well, congratulations. I'm gonna I'm gonna do something very similar. I'm gonna put myself in a nature, a nice long walk, and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna probably listen to some uh, mindset stuff just to reinforce mm-hmm. everything we talked about today. Love it. Awesome. You too. Beautiful. It's been a it's it's been a real pleasure. I uh, Sydney, welcome welcome to the team. We've got to figure out now how we leverage all of your obvious strengths. 
and how we mm -hmm. leverage that great memory of yours? <laughs> it's the best memory. What can I say? I've got a really good memory. I'm excited to bring it to the team. <laughs> awesome. We are too. So thank you very much. That's podcast. Thank Acres, you. Acres of Diamonds podcast number 26. Have a great week. Mm -hmm.